Welcome to Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others podcast, episode two. Today, I'm really, really happy and pleased to see two beautiful, beautiful women on this podcast, Francisca and Amanda. So welcome both. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you, Anya. Really would like to take you on a mental visualization trip to a fireside, because today we're going to share this space with us, three women, talking about a tantric journey that we've experienced. This fire is by a beach, and it's coming into that time of dusk, and we're just putting more logs on the fire, and we are transitioning into this space where it's all so serene, so calm and beautiful. The hustle and bustle of the day is gone. And we're just there, just us three. And here the waves are coming to the shore and the crackling of fire, seeing the little sparks and just coming into this space where we can be undisturbed, we're safe, this beautiful space. The birds sing, but it's kind of dying down. They're ready to go to sleep. But we're here, us three women. And I will hand over the talking stick to you, Amanda, and I welcome you to share whatever you feel you want to share with us today about Tantra. Oh, wow. And thank you so much. Yeah. Um... I feel the fire and I hear the waves. So <laughs> thank you very much for that um, visualization. Yeah, for me, I would like to just share my my journey into Tantra. Um, and I would like to start um, at a time, I think I was around 33, and I was in this beautiful relationship. It was the first time where the person I was with um, was more aware and conscious, I would say, and approached intimacy and sex and connection in a new way that I hadn't experienced before. Um, and maybe we did not call it Tantra, but nowadays, where I know a bit more of what Tantra means, I would say, it was very related. Um, and yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we broke up and the relationship ended. And at 33, I found myself, you know, like yearning for a similar connection to, to a man. I didn't want to go back to just sex being like just another act. You know, I wanted that connection. I wanted that deepness. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, yeah, I fell into a relationship that did not provide this. Um, and I would say it, it was still a beautiful relationship, a deep relationship. But when it came to intimacy, I would say it wasn't that deep connection that, that I was looking for. Um, and I remember like getting into different circles and people were talking about um, how to have a more uh, 
conscious way of relating with the partner, how to even use the the actual intimacy and um, the the actual intimacy to to develop as a couple, but also individually. So it was a lot of people talking to me about Tantra and um, the whole philosophy, yes, but I was very interested in the, the Tantric way of approaching sex. So I started slowly hearing more and more um, from different people. Um, and that is when I believe I got to know you and what you are are working with. And I got I would say really interested because I had just known a little bit here and there. And it seems like you had all this knowledge and you were very open to, to sharing as well. So I I had proposed to my partner back then to to start a, a journey with you to learn more about the tantric way and sort of I was looking for a base to to build a different kind of relationship, but yeah, this this never happened. <laughs> um, and uh, and this relationship ended as well. And it was there now that I reached I reached out to you and I started this uh, amazing individual journey uh, with tantra. And uh, this is what I would really love to to share today, um, because it's been a really beautiful and huge exploration of myself, um, and not just physically, which is like the the first time in my life that I'm getting to know myself physically and what and how do I like pleasure. Um, but it's also been uh, a journey, like a mental and a spiritual journey, a very deep one, I would say. And um, if if I had to explain what Tantra is to me, I I will just say another short story <laughs> in the story. <laughs> Um, so this week I was sitting with some friends in front of the fire and one person was saying how he is more interested into the yogic practices that are more connecting to universe now and being more out there and feeling more the, the subtler things. Um, and then there was another person, he's very earthly and he's connected to Mother Earth and he was saying like how he appreciates more the practices that are directing him and connecting him with Mother Earth. <clears throat> and I was sitting there and I had this like big <laughs> revelation moment, you know, because I felt like, oh, wow, this is what my Tantra practice has been because it's been, yes, diving deep into this uh, world of subtle energies and connecting to spirit and to universe, whatever you would like to call it. But then there's this, I have these tools to bring it in through the body and down to Mother Earth. So for me, this is what Tantra is so far. This this has been my journey so far. That uh, 
I found this way, this beautiful way of connecting spirit down to, to the earth. And as a result, I don't know, I feel much more empowered. I feel much more independent. I feel more happy in a way of pleasure as well. Um, and I look forward to, <laughs> to where this journey will continue. Thank you. Anything else? I would say, yeah, for now, th that's it. I really wanted to share what, what Tantra is for me and how my journey you now has brought me to, to this new world. I would say it's, it's really a very new world for me and I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I don't know about you, Francesca, but I mean, I, I had goosebumps and I, you know, it's like my whole pussy was, you know, alive and my heart space opened and, you know, there was, this, you know, sparks of consciousness, you know, happening, you know, the, the, the transmission, what you just told in your stories, just, you know, so powerful, you know, that's just such an amazing journey where you are kind of, I think Tantric about you know man and a woman and you know I want to do it but then he doesn't you know it, it kind of didn't happen and now realizing that actually I can do it on my own and and what you know this whole journey of you know uniting the earth and the heavens if you like in your own body is just mind-blowing it's such a beautiful story what about you how do you feel Francesca well thank you so much for sharing Amanda um it's really about, for me, it's about becoming um, more present and conscious, like what's happening, especially my body. Um, so if I want to share like my story, I, I, have, I have started Tantra six and a half years ago with tantric massages and tantric workshops. I had no clue what it was, but I just wanted to sign up because I needed something else. I needed some change. And uh, it's um, like still today, if somebody asks me, what is Tantra? I don't know what to say. It's like, I have no clue, you know. I've, I've never even read a book. Well, I dashed through some books, but like, I just want to to learn it, you know, practically, like doing practices and like feeling with my body. So um, for me, Tantra is actually to, to reconnect to my body. I have been very disconnected from my body. So, like, listening to my body ask, and, like, looking for the, or feeling for the sensations. So, what is it that I feel? That was so hard for me in the beginning. And then in the, in the beginning, when, when we did these tantric exchanges, for me, it was a lot about seducing the other person. So, I was a lot in my mind, like, how can I, you know, bring my energy on this person but that's not about this it was so through these years I really learned also giving and receiving and it was also very hard at the beginning to receive you know like oh, am I really it's about worthiness and you know I'm worthy to receive like one and a half hours of tantric massage like, oh my god so I healed a lot of wounds it's also about healing trauma um, and opening the heart, let go of your ego, um, 
and living in the presence. Just the other day, a friend of mine said that most of us live just 20% in presence. Like, you know, we worry about the future. We hang on to past stuff. So we miss actually the very moment, which is the presence. It's the present to be in the presence. So that's what Tantra is all about, actually, to be in the present. Okay, what do we smell right now? You know, what do we hear? What do we feel? So it's it's really to be um, yeah, conscious about the very moment. I can I, I can feel my heartbeat. My my heartbeat's really hard. I'm so excited to be here on this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, it's a uh, yeah. That's a little bit my story. <sighs> wow! Thank you so much for sharing. The sexiest thing of all, you know, I believe that can happen to anybody is to is to be fully present here and now and especially if you're with somebody else who is fully present here and now it's just amazing yeah you actually feel the difference if somebody is present it makes me feel also safe when i feel that person present so i can open up you know yeah yeah because you 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 feel held and you feel like you can you can experience anything and you you are being looked after and you're being held with love and uh and that safety and i i love this idea that you know you you you've done you come into tantra through completely through lived in experience you 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 don't kind of have mental images what it should be or you know what it's not and what somebody a guru says or you know you're really learning by living it that's the best thing you know experience i i've learned with you that it's not much blah blah theory but you give me the tools and i try it out and i experience for myself and this has been yeah very life-changing i would say just trying out for myself and also having this space like it's not like square and just be in this square. There has also been a lot of room for exploration and experimentation. And I mean, that, that is how I learned maybe. Um, but I, I love this way of having this space to, to learn by doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Because I think we, we have so many preconceived ideas about sex and the conditionings, our previous experiences and the things that we think it should be. And what I'm taking from both of you is that you know, actually get on with it and start finding out what your body wants. Yeah. Uh, and also this used to be a bit of uh, like a fear for me because I wanted to find like a partner who was more conscious and uh, yeah approaches intimacy in a in a certain way and in these circus where where i uh, live and participate there was a lot of talk of tantra tantra and i was like ah oh, but i don't know anything about this so what if uh, if some guy comes you know and he has so much experience and he knows so much about it but in reality i'm learning that it's not about the talking no it's go and experiment look someone in the eyes, uh, connect the breath, be present, be focused, um, 
and then <laughs> the rest will will follow. I I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Is that how it happens, Francisca? Does it happen like that? A lot of amazing, and I mean that's what people think that. Uh, <laughs> Tantra is that you know it takes so so long time you know that's one of the things I hear often that yeah it's okay fine to be you know uh eye gazing and you know it's it's but it's not my cup of tea I want you know proper action you know quicker and and you know that's what I hear a lot does it take a lot of time uh yeah of course like um well it takes the time you want to invest of course you know so um like just the eye gazing, you're trying to connect to this person, like it, you're, you're looking beyond the eyes, like you're really going to connect or try to connect with the soul of this person. And I have had the most amazing healings just looking into somebody's eyes. Like I started crying and I could feel that a, re a, a huge block um, fell off my heart. And I was like, I felt so liberated. So I don't know. Um, I believe in past lives, so I'm not sure if, well, actually, I'm quite sure that I healed, you know, maybe a story I had with the, this person in another lifetime. So this is, this is very profound. And just the other day, I had, um, I was watching, I was looking 90 minutes in the eyes of a guy because I just could not start massaging or touching him. It was just such a deep connection. And he was like, oh, my God, thank you, Francisca. You know, this was the most amazing um, exchange I've ever had. I was like, are you, are you serious? Yeah, thank you so much. Like for the presence and for this, this being held. And like we couldn't take the eyes off each other. And there was no touch needed. So that, that can happen a lot of things, you know. So Tantra is really a lot. I think everybody has to find out their truth, what Tantra is. And like, okay, you can read books, you can you can listen to podcasts, you can go on YouTube, do do um, participate in courses. But at the end, it's what does it do to yourself? What is it that you like about it? You know, how does this come together with your essence? Like what I'm also realizing is that through all this tantra, I'm actually returning to my essence because you also with the energy you, you're moving into your body, also with the breath and then the pleasure, you un you like you you unblock energy blocks, you liberate your chakras, you can become yourself again, you can return to your essence, you know, you the conditioning falls off, you, your ego um dissolves. It's still there, but you are more conscious like when your ego is coming in, you know? So it's you're opening your heart. You can love unconditionally like you know how fucking amazing is that if you can love unconditionally you know <laughs> yeah that is amazing <laughs> you uh, know sorry yeah. go ahead amanda no i i'm i'm fascinated because you brought it also to connection between humans it doesn't necessarily need to lead to something intimate something sexual you really um yeah, brought it down to to connection between two people, and it's so beautiful to to hear you talk about it this way. Yeah, thank you, Francisca. <laughs> and it's it is healing because it's also scary. One of the things when I did a um, 
a talk back in England about Tantra. There were people who were saying that it's so scary to look in my partner's eyes. Yes. It's what you were saying there, that there was so much healing. The corporate world, one of the icebreakers they use is to make people to go around the conference room and stop in front of somebody that you don't know and look into their eyes for a minute. Oh, people are crying there as well because they feel seen. They feel, you know, maybe embarrassed that, I, I you know, you're actually looking at me or oh, don't look at me. Well, what's happening there, Francesca? Mm, that's a good question. Um, well, what I like to, to share maybe here is if, if you've never done eye gazing, you've never really dared to look into somebody's eyes, like not, not to go for 90 minutes. <laughs> like I've been doing this for six and a half years and I started off maybe, maybe with one minute or it depends really, you know, you have to listen to your, to your body also and, and your thoughts, what's going, oh my God, is this person judging me? Or it's really to, yeah, to see beyond and maybe that scares because because you can look into somebody maybe that happened also to me like a person like oh why should i do a massage with that person i didn't like that person but then when you start looking into the eyes beyond the eyes you you see the soul or you see you see more than just you know the exterior body and um yeah so it's um i think the scary thing is actually because you start feeling and you start connecting to that person, and yeah, it's just so profound. I don't have, you know, I, ha I don't have words to share that. You have to experience it. So just start maybe with one minute to look into each other's, or start looking into the mirror and start looking into your own eyes first. That's actually also very interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a very good tip actually. Looking into your own eyes and what do you see, and not just the physical you but actually going beyond to the especially to the left eye i believe is is where the soul lives so if you can you know gaze into your left eye or another person's left eye that would be that would be a good start and trying to go beyond the features and going into and if it brings up emotions it's okay okay as you said it's actually very healing and also going beyond the thoughts and just maybe even telling yourself this is safe it's safe to 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 look it's safe to be seen and then going to the higher vibration as you said the the love and the acceptance and all that yeah i just want to add like for, for people who think now if you start looking into your eyes you, you start crying you can also burst into laughing, you know? You look at somebody, you just, oh my God, it just burst into laughing and you, you don't know why. So everything is actually possible. That can come, rage can come up, you know? Sadness, there's so much. But this is really to also to allow your emotions to come up and to express and to feel them. And just this alone, just becoming conscious again about what you're feeling is so much, is so healing, you know? I, I would like to add something to that, um, this fear of looking someone into the eyes, you know. I acknowledge that fear, like it's uh, it's totally normal, I guess. Like I've been through that and now I love eye gazing, but I've been through that process. 
and everything is accepted if you want to laugh, cry, close your eyes, you know, and just maybe hold hands with the other person uh, until you get used to it. But it's it's uh, it's interesting, no, how we are scared of looking someone into their eyes. But then I'm gonna be a bit bold here. But then we are open to allowing someone to come into our sacred temple. It's 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 interesting, no? Like I mean, um, I can do eye gazing with everyone, but I certainly do not want everyone to come into my sacred temple and. Um, it seems that we are okay with one and not so okay with the other one. And it's not a criticism. Like I said, all is welcome and it's a process, this of looking into someone's eyes and actually healing from it. Like you said, it's really beautifully, Francisca. There's a lot of healing that happens. But maybe to, to, to start weighing them, you know, it, I feel that eye gazing is less you know in um it's not a good word invasive but it's less uh, touching my <laughs> my energy i would say i don't know i i can i put myself into a rabbit hole of how to explain this <laughs> but i i feel that if we weigh them i think there's more weight into allowing someone to physically um have intimacy with you than a simple eye gazing. It's more my way of saying, try it out and try for yourself. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, thank you for sharing this, Amanda. Actually, it's um, it's really the, the eye gazing is to connect, you know, with the other person. So this can this can be also just thirty seconds, and then you start you close the like the one who is giving the massage starts closing the eyes and then the other one as well then you start embracing and start doing the massage and of course the massage usually takes up more than an hour like i'm very energetic so i don't even have to be touched i start to vibrate and that's also when you when you can start experiencing what your body actually likes you know how your body wants to be touched does it have to be because you can touch also with the five elements, like fire is where you, you know, go in there and there is air, you just hardly touch the body and then you, you caress the aura. And like when somebody just puts the hand above my heart, I just start vibrating. And so it's really to, yeah, to get to know, to get to know your body, you know, what does my body like? What does she like? And Thank you for that. <laughs> This is such a rich episode. I really love how much, you know, you two brave, vivacious women <laughs> are approaching this so openly and so honestly. We've been taught that looking at somebody is actually quite, um, it can be wrong in terms of flirtatiousness, isn't it? You know, in the sort of Western world, oh, you're looking at that woman. Oh, you know, what's happening? You're eyeing his abs, you know, or whatever. So there is there is some kind of judgment in the eye gate, you know, just having a gaze instead of actually what I understood from you, Francisca, you know, you do tantric massage with people you don't even know. 
So there is, there, you know, that is amazing. And then Amanda saying that, actually, you know, I don't even want to be touched. You know, what, wh- why is it, why is it more safe in the in the society nowadays to allow somebody to enter you? You know, we're talking about cock and pussy here. You know, for you know, just to to be clear. And sorry about my crudeness. Yes. <laughs> Honor and you know love the sacred temple in everybody uh, everybody's body but i mean this is what we're talking about isn't it really kind of twisted in a way that it's more scary to look into each other's eyes than allowing somebody to put their genitals into your genitals i mean that's just weird when you start thinking about it i mean what's happening to the humanity and what's happening to us yeah i mean even this we go back to eye gazing um, even if you meet a stranger on the, on the street, no, and you have like a very short exchange, I don't know, do you have a penny for the supermarket card? But someone really looks you in the eye and not just, you know, like look somewhere and you say like, oh, wow, like you just feel that person and imagine, you know. And planning to go into intimacy with with this person, what it what it can do just by gazing at this person, looking at their soul. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's magical. Understand <laughs> what you're saying about Amanda there. That you know, even strangers, if you can just look in the eyes and just really see that person and say, "I see you," and I'm okay, you're safe with me, you know. Have a lovely day, you know, with your eyes. Yeah, that's beautiful as well to mention this safety. Now, because I feel um, actually, I don't want to, I don't like generalizations, but I would say that many women actually don't feel safe in the act of sex, even if they have been in partnership uh, with someone for a long time. It's still not um, a safe space. It's still not a space where they can really uh, liberate themselves, express themselves. Uh, it's still a bit like this. I, I had told you once that I was in this group of women and most of them, they were saying that they need to drink wine to be able to make love to their husband that has been their husband for many years. And for me, this is quite worrying because I feel the actual act of making love should be much bigger than this, no, than just to, okay, I'm serving my husband. I'm saying in um, uh, in heterosexual relationships now where there's a man and woman, yeah? How does the woman feel um, in, in in the bed, yeah? Is, is it a, a safety feeling or are we still, you know, stressed and anxious about this? And I feel... This is what Tantra is opening up for me as well, this safety. Francesca, I saw your eyes pop out. What went through with you when you heard that story about those women who need to drink wine before they can have sex with their husbands? Well, like the first thing that came up, maybe, you know, they should not stay in that relationship anymore. Because there might be something more deeper than than this, or they—I don't know. Maybe they just, as you said, also Amanda, they they um they serving like they help their husbands to satisfy them, but they don't get anything out of it. So you know, maybe this should we should um, 
maybe they should look at their relationship. I don't know. It's it's very sad. Actually, it's very sad. If if I can add something to that, you know, I mean, before we go into break up the relationship, what it always what we always talk about me and then it always comes down to me, always. So start. I would say I was in this kind of uh, relationships, and it always comes down to me. How can I develop myself? How can I heal myself? And then see if this anything changes in the bed, no? But for me, so far, it has been, let me start by looking at myself. <laughs> I see Anne laughing. No, no it just reminded me, it, it reminded me of you, you know, after episode after coaching session after coaching session saying when are we getting into the tantric sex because i think we all look like coming back to me and how i feel and how i am and what what works for me and you know you know so so there is that you know kind of a healing healing journey there but it's all very much as i've you know understood now from francesca having done tantric massage with people for did you say seven years you know it's something that is is happening still you know all this healing and the layers being taken off you know it's it's like tantra is a life itself it's like this expansion i mean you said in the beginning francesca that you feel that um it's very much about being present here and now the tantra needs to really uh be in your five senses reality in a way and it it's kind of just you know just just it's it sounds very sensual but also you've mentioned that it's very energetic so there is that kind of expansion Amanda said in the beginning that it's joining the the consciousness and the earth you know as well you know the 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 energy the life force itself with the with the universe so can I take us back to what do you just, you know, very, you know, obviously because you are living this life of tantric touch. I mean, we will have a different episode about touch for sure. And I do want you back, please, <laughs> on that episode. And we will go back, you know, what is what is tantric touch and what is tantric yes. massage? Yes, definitely. But for now, I mean, you know, the, this whole way of of reacting to each other with with energy. That's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's also when um, so when when you, for example, you start self pleasuring and you create all this energy in your pussy, and then it's tantras also to bring this energy up, like in you know it's it's a dense energy in the first chakra, first two chakras. So it's to transmute this energy into something lighter that then can come up and raise. So you can connect from the Mother Earth and to the, you know, to Father Sky or whatever you want to call it. And, and bringing this energy up unblocks blockages you have, you know, especially I'm talking about my third chakra where, you know, can I be myself? Is it safe to be myself? Because I'm a weirdo, you know, can I really be myself? So Tantra helps me also in this in this way to to be you know to think or to come back to my essence. Yes, I actually I can be myself and feel safe and belong. You know, those are also the belonging, the being safe, and um, 
not to be excluded. So yeah, it's it's, it's a lot. It's really a lot. Yeah, and also it's it's what what you just said is very interesting that you said the third chakra and people who don't know the chakra system it comes from Osho from from India you know when he brought the neo tantra to to the western world and he started talking about chakras they're the kind of energy centers that you can create anywhere in your body but there's seven main ones and you can like francesca said you can transmute that sexual energy and that's why it you know we talk about sacred energy as well sacred sex because you can take it to your heart level and to your conscious level and even into your expression so so that that kind of circulation of energy i think you described really beautifully there but it's it's not to take it out it's also to bring back down again to your own body and keep that energy for yourself so you can also use that energy that sexual energy that you might have transmuted into these different chakras to also bring it back down to you and into your very you know bones and cellular level and just just be in in within you so you don't kind of dissipate your energy to the world would, would that resonate with you yes definitely mm -hmm. so it's actually creating like sexual energies life force energies creative energy and to bring it to to bring it into your body like to distribute the pleasure in every cell of your body and and of course keep it for myself you know <laughs> and then maybe if i decide i want to share it i can share it but first of all it, it's my energy i want to keep it for me and uh, distribute it in my body yeah absolutely mm. Mm. I, I would like to add something practical that that happened in my life recently um and it, like I, I broke up with uh, with my last partner in June, and uh, I was doing a lot of work with with Anne to heal this uh, um, the residues of this relationship. And for a while, like a part of me sort of wanted a partner, no, but nothing really, nothing was happening in the outside world. Yes. <laughs> Because there was a lot of uh, work happening in my inside work, and then there was this moment where where I felt it. I I literally um, dropped all the trauma from from this relationship, and I was so full that actually things started happening around me, and there was this um, play or interest from men again. And it was so interesting because, uh, yeah, it was really at a point where where I had healed a lot of stuff. I had worked on myself first, that then things outside could start happening again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's a beautiful and, and a beautiful testimonial to your inner work. I really want to celebrate that, Amanda, that you are really being so brave and looking at the thing that you know, maybe attracted the sort of similar relationships and then then actually starting to get interest from men that you you who are good to you but also very sexy, you know. So, you know, there is definitely that too that yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would like to thank you and of course as well for the beautiful work we, we are doing together. Yeah. Oh yeah, can I share something? <laughs> of 
Of course, of course. This is the fireside talk. <laughs> I was at a retreat with, um, we were just seven, with my pussy was on fire the entire time because they were so present in their bodies, in their energy. I felt safe, extremely safe. So I could be myself, I could be feminine, I could stay in the flow, I could be, you know, in receiving and in giving. And it was, it was just so amazing. Yeah. Like, and, so wonderful. <laughs> and then I said, if everybody was like this, like, you know, we, we wouldn't have war anymore. Mm. Every time a woman heals herself, the world changes. I'm so convinced about that. And uh, working with men, I think it's also very important that men start understanding the the impact of their energies and their intentions and their focus on women and how that's so crucial for the world peace. <laughs> what do you say, uh, Francisca? I get the goosebumps. <sighs> yeah, conditioning also. that We are here to serve and we are here to give pleasure to to men and uh, we don't have to we should we shouldn't um, receive pleasure so what just the other night i was i was telling to someone that listen okay first of all give yourself a hand job and liberate yourself you know so you're not that horny and then first you give pleasure to me and then i will take care of you so there comes this selfishly thing you're up again so it's really give me first pleasure and then actually by giving pleasure to somebody, you can experience a lot of pleasure yourself. But I want to be the first one receiving pleasure now. It's very selfish though, huh? isn't it? <laughs> that sounds, sounds very selfishly happy to me. <laughs> yes, start with yourself, make yourself happy first and then spread it out to the world. <laughs> Yeah, and then it it doesn't have to be penetration, you know. Sexuality is a lot more than penetration. There's so much more. I I'm adamant that you know if if people can really be truly who they are and be in themselves and have that flow and energy and pleasure in their lives, you know, we we would not have wars. I don't I don't think that pleasure positive and happy people start wars. End of story. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I go back to what that reminded me, what you said in the beginning, Francesca, you said that um, it was so difficult for you. I mean, we can we can talk about the masculine and feminine energies in a perhaps another episode, because there is lots that actually have to has to be said about that. But for now, let's just say that we all have masculine and feminine energy, if you want to say, um, use those words, or we can use yin and yang, or we can use the the energy and consciousness. Those may be uh, the most gender neutral words, I'd say. But, you know, going back what you said earlier about receiving, can I ask you, and you don't, you can say no, you don't have to say, but why why was it difficult for you to receive? Because I just didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel worthy to receive. Like, why would somebody want to give me something? And I don't have to give something in exchange. In exchange. That's actually quite powerful. You know, always this thing, um, I can only get something if I give. But there you don't have to give. You can just receive. And that was very hard because it's all about feeling worthy. That is deep. That's very profound. 
And I bet you're not on, on your own at all. And I can yeah. resonate with that for sure. Yeah. That there is this bargaining going on in relationships. There is a cultural conditioning that the women should not be enjoying sex. You know, you're there serving your husband and making babies and thinking of your king and country. You know, it's it's just something that is very deeply engraved. And also the whole witch burning of sexy, beautiful witchy women, you know, who might have been in their full sexual potential and really expressing themselves as such. And so there is a lot historically that might might also, you know, come to you through ancestral lines and also the the history of, of womanhood. I I also appreciate the the honesty from Francisca. Like you and I, I know you now for a while and I know <laughs> you are very honest and bold as well. This is what I like about you. Francisca, I just met her and I'm so happy that you are being so open and fresh and talking not from a, a shame point of view. Because also like what my wish would be for today, like for for the listeners, is this understanding that there is power in being close to our sexual energy. There is real power. And it can be scary, of course, because it's a huge, 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 huge energy. It can be scary, yes, because maybe we don't know so much about it. We're not so friends with it. We're we're not familiar with it, no? But there's so much beautiful power if we we open up to this. And if we keep talking from this point of shame and not talking fully open, it's going to be hard to to discover what this greatness is. Yeah. It is scary, the power, especially for women, isn't it? You know, because you can't be too much. You can't be. It's it's not safe to be in your full. Yeah, I can see two very, very powerful people in 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 front of me, and I want to honor you both and celebrate your sexuality and your consciousness and your love. And I I would like to invite both of you, if you if you may, to share a celebration about your own tantric journey. Mm. <laughs> I can go. Like for me, this has been very clear. But I'm. 35 now I'm almost 36 and I never 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 explored self-pleasure I always thought you know it was bad and it was something that I just uh, um, that's the responsibility of the man no to to for me to experience pleasure is through a man and this has been so (laughs) empowering to know that I know my body I can give so much pleasure to myself and in this I find healing in this I open my heart in this I solve challenges that I have at the moment and to me this has been like uh, like a big bang discovery <laughs> so yes the self-pleasure <laughs> yes 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 celebrating self-pleasure absolutely I celebrate that definitely. Yes, excellent. Sharing that—that that is mm. such a beautiful, beautiful sharing. Francesca, what are you celebrating? 
Um, I'm celebrating actually that I return to my essence and show myself as my authentic self and not like, you know, not being scared of being judged. I don't care anymore. So I really celebrate that I'm the courage I have to show up every day more and more as my authentic self, as my authentic sexual self and inspire everybody else around me to be the same. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I, I, I understand that so deeply how scary it is to, to show up as your authentic self, especially as a woman. I know something about your background too, so it's, uh, it's beautiful. And I suppose my celebration would be a little bit similar. Well, I, I've always been quite sexual. Even as a child, I learned to self-pleasure quite early on. And it was something that I always was very, I don't know whether it's a Finnish, Finnishness, you know, the, the kind of openness of, of the culture that taught me that it is okay to explore your body or what. But it, it's always been there with me. But talking about it is not something that I, I I feel that I've been able to express. And this podcast is one of the things that I want to really give space for people, men and women and all kinds of people, uh, different genders to to join and and share what is it like for them and also give the space to to co-create and explore together because as we we kind of all have, acknowledged you know we don't know what tantra really is you know is it you know you know what is it you know and it's it's fine not to know and yet I call myself tantric sex and relationship coach and it's something that thank you Amanda for saying that it is coming from you you know it comes from each one of us it's coming from you Francesca you know it's that lived in experience it's 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 knowing what what tools and processes to use, but then finding what really works for you. And it's not something that somebody else says that this is the right way and you know that's the wrong way. It's actually having that adventure and that exploration and that, you know, audacity to kind of reclaim, you know, this is my pleasure. This is my orgasm. This is my body. This is me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, with both of you being so honest and authentic about your own tantric journeys, and I really want to honor that and be very celebratory about that, because more we can talk about these things openly, more we can share that it's okay to be a sexual woman, to be a sexual man, to be a, a sexual non-binary person. You know, it's just not something that our culture's encourage your advice definitely oh so great this is so amazing and eh, what you're creating here this is going to change the world those were amanda and francisca who joined me on this episode and now i'd like to really share that eye gazing we talked about as a tantric sex tip if you really have the courage to go deep and really feel vulnerable and and make your best to really wanting to connect with yourself or to the other person. So you can do this either on your own, looking at the mirror, or you can do it with another person sitting, uh, facing each other, either on a chair or in a cross-legged uh, position on the floor or even in yabyam. 
and you start gazing with each other in the eyes or yourself in the mirror. And as I mentioned earlier, your left eye and the other person's left eye is really the bridge to the soul. So if you can look at the left eye, you might be able to see something, something really, truly beautiful. So you start with just arriving here and now in your body. And you take a few breaths, deep inhale. And deep exhale. Just letting it all, all come out. A few more times. And if there's a sound, you know, let it come out. It's okay. And you start by putting your left hand into your heart if you're on your own, onto your heart if you're on your own, or to the other person's chest where their heart is, a little bit on the left to the center. And you put your right hand on top of that other person's hand that is resting on your chest. And if you're on your own, you can put your right hand on your lower belly. So you're touching your lower belly and your heart. And you start looking in the eyes. And it's okay if you start giggling and laughing at first. It, it might feel awkward if you've never done this before. And that's okay because laughter and sense of humor is always good. It's a, it's a great way to dissipate any awkwardness or, or a little bit of stress that you know this might cause to some people. And if you're new to this, I would just invite you to do it for maybe a minute. And if you're seasoned like Francisca, you can do it for 90 minutes, you know, go for it. And even if you have done this many times, I would invite you to do this once a day. It's just a minute, just first thing in the morning. And maybe another time when you come home from work, especially if you are living with somebody so that you can come out from that hustle and bustle of the day and really arrive into that space with another one. And without being in your head, you're in your body and you're honoring the other person. You're honoring yourself with this beautiful practice of eye gazing. So simple, but so powerful. I hope you enjoy this tantric sex tip and hope it's going to be a real treat for you. And if you know anybody who would love this practice or need this practice, please share this episode.